Hi everyone, I'm Alex Bakula Davis. I'm the Vice President of Customer Success at XTracker. Um, before XTracker, I was the Director of Customer Success at Copper uh, and also led the success and sales at Proven before that. Uh, today I'm gonna explain how customer success can adopt the challenger method. Um, so starting with a little bit of background, um, you know, today buyers have a lot more choices. They're better informed uh, and they really expect a superior customer experience. Customer success managers have a narrow margin to bring value to a customer or else we really risk losing it all. Um, so it's not surprising that many CS teams spend a ton of en energy on keeping customers happy or doing whatever they can to adapt to customer desires, bending over backwards. I'm sure many of you um, do this constantly. But uh, the problem with this approach is that it assumes the customer knows what's best. Um, when in reality, CSMs should be and are often the authority on best practices with their tool or their service. So if a CSM always bows to the requirements of a customer who isn't the product expert, the result can be failure to deliver on the customer's outcome. Uh, I know it seems counterintuitive in at first, um, but have you had a customer churn because they refused to use your product in a manner that would produce the best results? Uh, I have, I'm sure most people have. Uh, you know, sometimes the customer's habits are the biggest hurdles to their success. Um, this is why challenging your customers can have a positive impact on retention and growth. So, you know, enter the, the challenger concept. And this challenger concept was popularized as a sales strategy by Matthew Dixon and Brent Adamson, Brent Adamson in their book, The Challenger Sale. Um, in their view, the sales landscape had fundamentally shifted and prospects were now too busy, too well-informed, had too many options for a long-term relationship or too many options for, for a long-term relationship strategy to work. Uh, so instead, Dixon and Adamson proposed consultative selling that wasn't afraid to challenge the customer's assumptions. Uh, and the way they broke this model down was into three steps, teach, tailor, take control. So you teach prospects how their problem, how your product solves common industry challenges. You then tailor the solution to the potential customer specific needs, and then take control by pushing the prospect to challenge their own assumptions. Most success teams know that they need to understand a customer's desired outcomes and then help them understand how, this, how the solution is used to reach those outcomes. They know how to teach and tailor, but it's the take control part that's tricky. And that's where the uh, challenger concept comes in. So in short, challenging a customer comes down to getting them to change. It may involve changing their, their processes, their goals, their preconceived notions, their strategic approach, or anything you really feel is currently inhibiting their success. So the first step is to shine a light on the process, strategy, engagement, et cetera, that, that's inhibiting them from reaching those outcomes. Um, so here could be a couple examples. So you could push back against a customer's success criteria. So some customers' expectations of your product could either be unrealistic or lacking enough detail to give you measurable ROI. Uh, another example would be to scrutinize bad workflows. So are customers using your product in a way that you think fails to deliver value? You know, be candid and let them know how their behavior will actually decrease the potential value they receive. Give examples of the success other customers have seen to follow, uh, by following your best practices. Um, you can also um, talk about how, or you can address how low engagement uh, or usage uh, that they've been having. So a customer who has that low engagement has a low likelihood of success. So being upfront and letting them know that uh, you as a customer success professional are worried 
they're not heading for a successful path based off their engagement. You know, confirm that what their expectations are and compare that to their current path. They want to see value, but they're not heading in that direction, you know, and you want to make sure to get them back on, on the path. So, you know, whatever it is, after you draw their attention to the things that need to be changed, um, you need to then convince them to take that change. Um, and this is the most difficult part because it requires asking tough questions or voicing concerns that may frustrate the customer initially. Um, it's important to conduct this part with respect and with the intention of helping them in their business. Um, there are some key, you know, there's some questions or statements you can use as a template to convince the customer to change. So I'm going to run through just a list of those. For example, you could say to the customer, you know, you mentioned you want to be able to improve X, but how will you quantify and measure it? And in what time frame? You know, if they've given you a really vague goal that they have, how do they know if they're gonna if they've achieved that goal? You know, really like how are they gonna quantify and measure it? And then when is when do they expect for that to happen? Uh, another one is, hey, I understand that your workflow is to do X, then Z, then Y. But and I don't know why it's X, Z, Y, X, Y, Z, but uh, no, no, exactly. They're doing it wrong. X, Z, Y. <laughs> but from my experience, when customers have done that in the past, they end up seeing less value. Um, another example of how you could approach this is, hey, look, you, you signed up to achieve outcome X, but your team hasn't logged in regularly since the beginning. Most customers who don't make our product a habit from the start won't see an improvement in X. Will you be able to work with me to get them engaged? Uh, another example, uh, I've recently been working with customer X who is who's in a similar industry as you, and they've been successful in increasing that outcome that you're interested in. Um, you haven't mentioned that as one of your, or sorry, they've uh, been increasing, you know, uh, an output and you haven't mentioned that as one of your success criteria, but I think you should consider that as a goal and an impact. And then finally, I understand you want us to prioritize a new feature, but it's outside the scope of our product's intended workflow. You know, what is the fundamental business problem that you're trying to address with this? So take these questions um, and this framework and try it out with your customers. And while it isn't easy challenging your customers, um, it is a powerful tool in the CSM's arsenal to help them, uh, you know, help those customers whose biggest hurdle is their own behavior. So thanks everyone for tuning in and have a great week.